Run the race. You got to win. You got to win. You got to win. Come on. Let's run the race. Amen. Seeing, amen. We're seeing, therefore, that we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us run. Amen. First Corinthians chapter five, chapter nine. First Corinthians chapter nine and verse number twenty-four. 1 Corinthians nine and twenty-four says it like this. Amen. Knowing ye not that is they which run in a race run all but one receives the prize, so run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is tempted in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are an incorruptible crown. Paul uses sports to try to challenge people. Amen. Let's run, let's run. Therefore we so run, not as uncertain, so fight I, but not beating the, beating the air, but I keep under my body and bring it under subjection. Amen. I, I practice for this, you know. I, I, and I, I just, well, I'll go back to the, go back to the Super Bowl again. Uh, I wonder how long they practice just to win a corruptible But we are, we're striving for an incorruptible crown. Amen. And so there ought to be something within us, amen, it challenges us or encourages us on or, or somewhat that inspires us that we're, we're going we're gonna to win this race. Amen. Praise God. And uh, we're not trying to make make sports out of it as far as to say, amen, this is going to be, and we have, well, let me, just, let me back all this up and say, we have never had a ball team in this church. And by God's grace and mercy, and as long as I'm alive, we won't have one. Because we're, we're, we're in, it's not participating in sports. Amen. I had a boss man. I had a boss man that changed churches three times in one summer because he he wanted to be on a winning team, and it was a church team. He changed churches three times just to be able to make sure he was on the team that won won the city crown. Amen. That's all it was. It didn't matter what religion it was. Just so I'm going to win the best team in town. Amen. But I want to be in the best church in town. Amen. Second Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy chapter two and verse five says, And if a man also strive for the mastery, yet he is not crowned except he strive lawfully. Paul is always using sports things or things that was that they could relate to. As striving and pushing and and, and 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 amen, straining their bodies, amen, to do the fun things, to do sports. But Paul was saying we're striving for an incorruptible crown, right? Amen. Second Timothy chapter four and verse seven. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the court, my course. I have kept the faith. Amen. Henceforth, there's a crown of righteousness laid up for me. 
not for me only, but all of you. Amen. Praise God that love is appearing. I'm, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to run. I'm ready to whatever because I want to, I want to succeed, succeed in my endeavors for the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We're, hallelujah. Now, I'm, I'm on verse 1 of uh, Hebrews, and I will go back to chap, Hebrews chapter 1, and it says, Wherefore we are seen, we are compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight. And let us, amen, or whatever weight, and the sin does so easily beset us. Amen. We're compassed about by such great a cloud of witnesses. I made mention of that just a moment ago. But uh, we're going to talk about, amen, those cloud of witnesses, amen, here in just a moment. Because I do believe, I believe that there's some things that we don't know that Paul is trying to say to us, that those that's going on before us, amen, they, they're, they're helping us on. Praise God. And Paul was saying, we, we, we here in all of these Romans chapter 15 and verse number four. Uh, I read a couple of verses out of Romans chapter 15 and verse number four. For whatsoever things are, are written aforetime are written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. And I, I good speed rivals, good speeds translation says it like this through the encouragement, amen, drawn from the scriptures, we might hold fast our hope. For the encouragement, amen, to fight, for the encouragement to run, for the encouragement to, amen, to press on, amen. It's encouraging to each one of us, amen. And that's what, that's what Paul was saying here in, in these passages of scripture. Let's read Romans, the fourth chapter, back up there, and I'll read that. Amen. And, and these are, they should be inspirational scriptures for, for each one of us. Amen. And Romans chapter 4 and verse number 3 says, For what saith the scripture of Abraham believed God that it was counted unto him for righteousness. Amen. And uh, in verse number, th- yeah, verse number th- uh, 19, amen, also in, in this same chapter. Amen. Verse 19, and being not weak in faith and considered not his own body, amen, now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, he believed God. The impossibles. The impossibles. Verse 25, amen, say that, who, for, who was delivered from our offenses and was raised again for our justification. I Maybe mean, I should go back on that. But for us also, to whom it was imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus, amen, our Lord from the dead, amen. We got we to believe that it doesn't really matter, amen, about our physical bodies. If we really believe that Jesus was raised up from the dead and he, brought, he gave us eternal life, Amen. Through his resurrection, death, burial, and resurrection, and his salvation, you and I, amen, don't want to stop until we 
win the race. Amen. Press on, fight, whatever. We've got to make it to heaven. Part, part two of the, of the first verse is let us lay aside every weight. Amen. And the sins which does so easily beset us. Amen. In the olden times, uh, they said the weights, in the olden times, they say that the, the rider, the, the wrestlers and the, uh, the runners in the, in, the, in the Olympics back in uh, the times of Christ and, and Paul was using all of that and the Grecians and so forth, they, they had weights on their legs and, and we go to the gym now. I think y'all go to the gym. <laughs> but uh, we, we exercise our bodies trying to get it in shape for whatever and that's the way these uh, ball players and all these other people do they they lift weights and whatever but they paul was using that is saying the way that they did back then they didn't have gyms but they tied things onto their feet or legs and uh, they weighted themselves down until the race and that's the way that they run with all those weights until the time of the race and when the race started, they laid aside all of those weights that would beset them. And he used that again for Christians, for you and I. We're compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. Well, why don't we just lay aside all the weights and the things that besets us? And then you can, amen, you can recognize the fact that, that uh, there's a lot of weights and things that, that we need to lay aside. And I got it written down here. It says, but when the race was to begin, they stripped off their weights, amen, and run. Whatever holds us back or whatever holds them back, amen, we ought to just say, what holds me back? What stops me? What's, what prevents me from becoming better than I am? Uh, I got some weights here, I guess, or the sins that besets us. Uh, be it self-interest, uh, TV times. Uh, we don't have no problem with that. Uh, computer games, uh, whatever lays, amen, in our path that uh, prevents us from reading the Bibles, praying, seeking the Lord, and we're all guilty. And if you don't say amen, I think you're really guilty. The sins. Amen. Besetting sins. Webster says, things that trouble us, harasses us, attacks us, assails us, trying to block your path that you have set for yourself to achieve. Amen. We, we've all got them, haven't we, brothers and sisters? Amen. And let us run our race with, with faith, confidence. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 4. Go back to there and I'm going to read another passage there from Second Timothy chapter 4. Amen. It may be the same scripture. Amen. In verse 6 and 6 through 8. I'm sure that most of us 
have our minds going right now that you know some things, and I do. So we got to take the time to, to lay aside some things because this race is the most important race. We've got to win this race. There is no way, amen, we want to stop, slow down, or whatever. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 6 through 8. For I am now ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. I fought a good fight, finished the course, kept the faith. Henceforth there is set up for me a crown of righteousness that the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me in that day, and not for me only, but to all of you that love his appearing. Jesus, or Paul, used again, he, he used an us there. Let us lay aside. He was wanting to identify himself with those that he was talking to. And those that he's talking to was not only at that moment of time, but that he's, he's talking to us. Amen. And now I want to say, amen. If there's people in the grandstands watching, I was writing this and I was thinking to my mother and dad that uh, there in the grandstands, another Patterson named Joanne is there. Brother Napier is there. Sister Chumley is there. Donna Paramore, Bill Paramore, Brandon McCoy, Gary Butler, and there's others. That's our church. If I, if I believe and you believe that what I just said there and read those names, if they're up there watching us now, urging us on, Sometimes, sometimes you just get this feeling. Amen. I, I don't know. I don't know what caused it today, but Brother Boyd, I do know he's, he's got corona and nobody could go see him. But he, he, he came to my mind today and I was just praying. I don't know, but, but Mike and I were planning to try to see if we can make contact with him tomorrow if we can get in to see him. But I got one more name, and I've, I know that probably 50 or 60% of you folks probably heard me tell this story. But there's a lady that lived right down here off on 3rd Avenue, just a block from our church. Her name was Sister Whitman. She was a part of our church here for quite a number of years. And uh, she was sitting in her house around 10, 11 o'clock or whatever, I don't know what time it was, but she was reading the Bible and said while she was reading the Bible, she said there was somebody standing right beside her there and she looked at him. It was an angel of the Lord and said, the angel told her, said, I have come to take you home. And so kind of upset her and excited her, I guess, I don't know, but her daughter at 12 o'clock, she came over to see how she was doing and was brought her some lunch and uh, or, or something anyway. She she was all on her lunch break, and she said, "Well, I'm going home today." Uh, uh, an angel come and told me, she stood right here and told me, "Oh, mother, you just you just had your dream. You mother, don't don't worry about that. Just mother, you uh, 
you're just thinking things. No, no. Her daughter left, went back to work, and Sister Whitman got up off her chair, walked out to the mailbox, got the mail, turned around, started the house, and fell dead. Lord told her to take her home. Amen. Praise God. She's one of those probably shouting now around the throne of glory. Praise God and watching us and telling us, keep racing. It's worth it. Keep racing. And I, I, cannot, I cannot get off that subject unless I talk about my mother. And I think I told this just a few weeks ago. But uh, our neighbor had a boy. In fact, that boy, their son was a month and a half older than Teresa. And uh, we, were, we were both in the church together, both families of us. In the, and, they, of course, the kids played together. And they're about to three years old, two years old, three uh, Teresa could just climb up, you know. Just when I when I see the the uh, Harrelson chillins, even climbing up and down here when church is over with, uh, it reminded me so much of Teresa and and uh, that young boy, and he couldn't hardly get up the stairs. So it was something was wrong, and he had he had muscular dystrophy, and. Uh, so it, it showed up more and more, and uh, we, we he passed away, and so we was going to Memphis to uh, to his funeral. I stopped by and saw my mother on the way. I spent the night with her, and she seemed somewhat normal until we started to leave. And uh, when when we left, I, I I said, "There's something wrong with mother." She was she wouldn't even watch me. She wouldn't even look at us. My wife and I went out and got in the car, and she never even looked at us. She was looking down across the pastor. And then I went back up on the porch, and I said, Mother, I love you. And, and uh, what's wrong? And she said, you live for God. She still didn't look at me. And I said, I I'm planning on doing that. I'm planning. This is my goal. You, but you live for God. And I said, well, what's wrong? She said, just live for God. And uh, so I got in the car again, and I said, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Uh, my, my mother's, I think she's lost her mind. Something's wrong. And uh, I don't remember how many days later, just a, just a week later, she died. And when I went to the funeral, went up, uh, the pastor told me, said, your mother told me that uh, she had saw me for the last time. She said, Joe's going to die or I'm going to die. I don't know which one of us. God didn't tell me that. He just told me that uh, we, we were departed forever on this earth. And uh, anyway, uh, she's there. I I don't know. I'm I'm telling you what other people saying and the commentaries are saying. They're watching. They're, amen. We're compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. 
their, their watch, evidently, I don't know. They're make, they know what's going on down here anyway. Amen. And so we're still in the race. We've still got some time left to do what we need to do. Amen. Praise God. So we need to keep on keeping on. Amen. Let me ask you guys something. Do you all, do you do a lot of things and, and kind of play like you're trying to uh, win something? Uh, if, if a kid can make a game out of something, he'll clean up his house, you know. But if he can't make a game out of it, he will, don't want to move nothing. But if you make a game out of anything, kind of a, this Paul was running and racing and fighting and, and so forth. But you need to challenge yourself to say, hey, uh, I'm going to keep on doing this till I win. Like praying until you see an answer to your prayers. Like witnessing until you see the person respond come to church. You can't call it a game or whatever, but you, you, you can challenge yourself not to stop until you win the race or you win the person. Hello? Set some, set some of those things in your mind and heart. That it's not a game to you, but uh, it's kind of a challenge to us to don't stop until we see results. Jesus told us to knock on the door until the guy answered and gave us what he wanted. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Taylor's translation. Amen. It's talking about this race and, and part two of our, our lesson text. Amen. It says, uh, in this race, and then he said, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Amen. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. And it's not, it's not more than just saying, thinking about him. He said, look, look what he done. Follow his footsteps. Trace, trace the way that he accomplished things. Amen. Hallelujah. How did he act when they accused him of things? That's the way which we're supposed to act. Looking under Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. He, he, uh, he was. Uh, he, he, he never took his eyes off of Calvary. He never took his eyes off of what he came here for. For this cause came I into the world, and for this cause was I born, to be a king. Amen. Look at under Jesus. He's, he, he was the author of, and he is the finisher of our faith. Amen. Amen. He was the one, he, he's the judge Amen. Say, and he is also the, being obedient to the rules or the things that was set before him that he was not going to deviate from what God's purpose was in his life. Amen. Every day, our minds ought to dwell upon the things, amen, that God's laid out for us and never take our eyes off the goal. That's going to be my main focus tonight to tell us. 
fight. Never take your eyes off of where you plan on winding up. Amen. And uh, Brother Harrelson, so many times he has talked about, uh, Lord, I mean, now can you, yeah, Pilgrim's Progress. How many ever read Pilgrim's Progress? Amen. Don't ever stop, regardless of all the sidetracks and all the things that's trying to attract you or, or, or deviate from you. Amen. Uh, we, we never, we ought to eat and sleep and to know that we have got a goal in mind and we're not going to stop until we win the race. Hallelujah. When you're running, you must keep your eyes on the finish line. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, people always accusing me, so I will confess to it now. I drive, and I try to look. I'm, uh, I look around too much. But there's no use in driving through something unless you see walls all around you. But uh, but you better keep your eyes on the cars in front of you. Where you're going. Amen. But that's that's the natural thing for all of us. Distractions, distractions, distractions. Weights, weights, sins that sit besets us. Things that well if I do this, I won't go to hell, but, you know, it may, may, may thwart me from winning a race, you know, slow me down. That's what Paul was saying. Don't let anything slow you down. Amen. Praise God. Amen. James Hastings said it again. You quote him. He said, you can look up in the grandstands and try to find your friends that may be there. And I was just talking about them a while ago. Some great saints from this church. Amen. Amen. And you may stone and fall. You've got to keep your eyes on where you're going. I pray that they're there. I don't know for sure. I would not, I would not make a profession of that. But I do believe that you're urged on Amen, by the prayers of my mama, by the prayers, amen, that we've prayed, and by the saints of God that's around us here. You encourage people when you pray. You strengthen people when you pray. And I don't know if there was those, I have no idea. Again, I will tell you, I am not going to make no statements that they're there watching us, except that the other people say they are. Amen. Paul could have been saying, seeing we're compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. And who are the witnesses? That's the Abrahams, the Moses. Amen. By faith, they journeyed. By faith, they did. They just all lived by faith. Amen. And he was, he was, the, the, the 11th chapter gives the names of people and amen, it kind of shows us where they just walk by faith. Abraham 
Abraham looked for a city that all of, all of his life, and he died not seeing the, the, the thing that he was looking for until he died, and he found it. And me and you, we may not see the things that we're looking for. We may not accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. I don't know. Amen. I guess some of us have greater ambitions than others. But one thing that, brothers and sisters, we will not win. Amen. May not, may not win in this race down here on this earth. But just as soon as you die, you won. Hallelujah. That's what, that's what he was saying. All of these died in the faith. Because they, they receive the crowns, amen, for their labors after they had died. Amen. And I guess this little thing that says, what would you think of a runner who had a football or whatever he's running for, amen, going to run for a touchdown in the Super Bowl, we'll call that again. And while he was running, he wanted to look up and see his family. <laughs> yeah, he, he wouldn't make it to the end zone. And you've got to make sure you make it to the end zone if you're a footballer, to home, amen, home plate if you're a baseball player. But if you're, if you're a Christian, you've got to make sure that you hear the Lord say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. You fought the good fight. You kept the faith. Henceforth, there's laid up for you a crown of righteousness. Amen. The Lord, the righteous judge, shall give us in that day. Praise God. William Tyndall said, the Greek word in verse 1 for witness does not usually be translated as spectators. Seeing we're compassed around by, by so great a cloud of witnesses is what the King James says. And it's not really, we think of that as a spectator. Okay? But we're compassed about by so great a cloud of, of martyrs. That word witness is translated martyr in most places. So we're, he said, seeing that we have been, we're encamped about, all of these are martyrs. And we could use it that way. Hallelujah. Amen. Referring back to all the folks that he just talked to in the 11th chapter that we covered in a week or so. But let us, let us make sure that we win the race. I am, I, I wouldn't, I'm not, I wouldn't particularly care who wins the races or who wins the football games or who wins the basketball game. I, 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 I look at the sports sometimes and see what they, what they do, but that's not really what, uh, what ought to just to make sure so-and-so wins or whatever. Amen. We are in a race. We're in a fight. We're struggling. Amen. And we're camped about around about by those that have already won the race. Amen. They're, they're there, amen, talking, amen, in the scriptures here about them achieving the things that they fought so desperately for. Galatians 
Galatians chapter number three. I hope I'm I hope I'm not rambling tonight for you. I hope I'm I'm making some very good important points to challenge you that whatever you set your mind and heart to do for God and not only just to do for God but to make it to heaven that you never never amen let that amen escape your mind every day amen still in a race still striving Galatians chapter 3, verse 7. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same is the children of Abraham. The scripture foresees that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospels unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all the nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith, amen, are blessed with the faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, amen, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do for them. But that no man should be justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident, amen, for that just shall live by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we live by faith. And I know I'm, I'm talking to saints of God tonight. I don't think there's anybody here that's not where you could say, I'm a, I'm a child of God, I'm a saint of God. But I tell you that there's a lot of folks that sometimes their faith, I wonder, I wonder, I, I hope and I believe and I trust and maybe so, amen, of the scriptures Amen. And so if you got those thoughts and minds and questions and doubts and fears, amen, I want to flush them tonight. I want to let you know you've got to have faith to believe and don't, amen, keep your, don't put your eyes on anything. Keep your eyes on your goal. We're going to make it, brothers and sisters. God is preparing it all for us, and we must make it. Lay aside every weight, sin to see beset us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It is Galatians chapter 3 and verses 13 through, uh, I'll just read on there. Amen. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. It is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promises of the Spirit through faith. Brethren, I speak after the manners of men, though it be but a man's covenant. Amen. It is, if, and if it be confirmed, no man can disannul or add thereunto. Amen. In other words, it's solid. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but what? My word shall never pass away. Amen. Praise God. We're redeemed from the curse. We're saved if we continue to the end. But we, we got to keep our eyes on, the, on a goal. Amen. Now, I, I, I pondered my own thoughts. Excuse me for being so old, uh, whatever. But I just wondered, 
if somehow I check out tonight and uh, get up there and uh, I would kind of be excited to think about watching you guys praying for you amen those cloud of witnesses I'd call some names, but we could march them by here tonight. If the Lord just allowed them to march by, and I'm telling you what, most of us would try to get out in front of a car or something so we get there quick. <laughs> Amen. If you knew what was waiting on you and you get a glimpse of it, you'd start singing this song, This World Is Not My Home, I'm Just Passing Through. Amen, my treasure's laid up somewhere beyond the blue. That's me. I know that God has great things planned for us. Hallelujah. He's got great things planned for us. And we're fighting the good fight of faith. And I'm going to conclude right now with just saying this. If we would get our eyes off of ourselves, my problems, my situation, my circumstances, and my feelings and so on and so forth, and think what God has prepared for us, what he's done for us, amen, and get it off ourselves. Folks, this church will be packed out with people Sunday of people that knows, amen, this glorious truth, amen. If we could just, we could just get our minds off ourselves. There's people, there's people that won't be in church Sunday here because of what somebody has said to them. There was one, there was one person that brought a pie to church one time for a meeting and nobody cut her pie and ate it. And uh, it devastated her so bad that God didn't mean enough to her. It was just what people didn't do. I don't know. I, I try to eat everybody's pie. It's what makes me so... so. I know better. You better taste of, if you're a preacher and you're a pastor, you better taste of everybody's food. Because they may, they may think that you don't like them. I said it jovially, but truthfully. These people lost their souls over what somebody has said or whatever. And their mind totally lost from why they're coming to church and what God has done for them and where they're going. Amen. I'm kind of nosy. I'm, I'm sorry I'm saying all this tonight. Lord bless y'all. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse number two, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him.
Now, now listen to that. But for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. It was a pleasure for the Lord to do what he did because he knew what it would accomplish. And it ought to be a pleasure for you and I to worship God, serve God, and whatever we have to sacrifice to somewhat help the Lord Jesus Christ to win this lost world. Amen. Amen. Shall we stand? Folks, the Lord's coming soon. And these petty things sometimes it is weights that does so easily beset us. Things that really doesn't amount to anything. Amen. Could very well hinder us from reaching some souls. Amen. Praise God. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your mercies and love. I thank you, God, for your call and your purpose. I thank you for this lesson tonight, Lord. If, I've, if I have done my, I, I, I pray that I've done my best, God, to relay, Lord, what these scriptures really means to us. And God, to recognize the fact that not only, Lord, are we struggling, God, here is just each one of us. But Lord, there is, there is people already won the race. Amen. Amen. Saying, we made it. And you can make it too. God, there's people, Lord, that, that uh, if, if, if it's true, Lord, that they are watching us now. May God somehow. We show them we're going to make it too. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, as we leave here today, God, may we keep our eyes on the road. Don't look at the side or the left. Amen for me. But focus upon our destination. And that is not just going home tonight, but that is heaven. That we will not, amen, be distracted. Amen, by some small situations and circumstances. But God, we will give it whatever it takes, amen, to run this race, to fight this fight, amen, and lay hold on eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you.